0: Every day, society is exposed to a variety of historical narratives ranging from your textbook all the way to a Marvel movie. We rely on those sources to piece together our own understanding of the past, of the people who came before us, and the events that shaped our modern-day society. However, what we may not recognize is how easily our historical accounts can deceive us. The debate surrounding how history is presented to us is as old as the stories themselves. Every historical narrative is subject to multiple perspectives, interpretations, and further research, and yet, the simplification of a events makes it easy to gloss over distinct details and interpretations, assuming that each narrative is completely true. This is a particularly dangerous practice in an era where information is so widely available and accessible. With the power of the internet, it is now easier than ever for individuals, groups, and organizations to have their own version of reality, one to which others are expected to adhere. Take, for example, the stories associated with the American Civil War. Within a single narrative, there may be both Union and Confederate voices, each emphasizing the important roles and contributions of their side in the ultimate defeat of their enemy. While it's important to acknowledge both sides of a story, one single account of the war can easily distort the truth. This distortion is further perpetuated by a selective memory of certain individuals and groups who are determined to glorify their own role in their history. I am your host Devon and you are listening to Center of the Sun podcast. Thank you for listening. history is not a precise science and it is impossible to find a single correct version of the past all too often facts are incorrectly recorded amended or simply omitted creating a sense of skewed history in the case of the american civil war there is a very narrow perspective which we often find in textbooks and in popular representations of the war such as in films and novels This narrow focus fails to consider the experiences or perspectives of the African-Americans, the Native Americans, and the other people and civilizations that were here before us, and it fails to fully reflect the truth and the complexity of war. Bias and omission are two of the most dangerous aspects of a historical narrative, as they can have very real and lasting implications for our society. For instance, the popular representation of the American Revolution often highlights only the white colonists' victory over the British. It fails to completely recognize the vital roles of the other races and the other nationalities and civilizations such as the African Americans, the Native Americans, and the French. This omission distorts the truth of what actually happened and contributes to the false notion that their contributions were insignificant or even unnoticeable. The truth is, history is always in flux and can never be completely relied upon to tell us the unbiased truth. It is, however, a useful tool in understanding the past, and we can use it to question our beliefs, to challenge our preconceived notions, and to justify our present-day decisions. It is essential that we recognize the potential for deception and manipulation in our own historical narratives. The danger of a false narrative is that it can actively shape our own beliefs and understanding of the world. If a biased or incomplete version of history serves to mask the truth, we lose out on the chance to learn the invaluable lesson that history has to offer. That's why the importance of critically analyzing our own historical accounts is so vital. Doing so allows you to avoid the pitfalls of distorted history and uncover the real truth about the past, the present, and your future. If we look back to the hauntingly empty halls of the ancient Library of Alexandria, to the rubble of the Twin Towers that once towered over the great city, destruction of the past is also a universal theme that plagues our entire collective consciousness. Why do humans have a seemingly unconscious desire to erase history and change it? to replace the old with the new, and to constantly move forward, regardless of destruction and the destruction that we might leave behind. The overwhelming speed and intensity of change in the world around us has not only rendered the past unrecognizable, but it has rendered us powerless. We now live in a world where events and knowledge and technology transform in a matter of days, even hours. And that focus has rapidly shifted from preserving the past to investing ourselves in the future, the green future, where we see the world transforming through our collective efforts and we have difficulty pondering what lasting damage we may have done. We engage in the destruction of our past without much thought, we are entranced by our enthusiasm towards the future and space explorations and aliens and all this weird shit that probably doesn't even fucking is not even possible for us to do as a species like hello like there's like literal physics Perhaps our collective demolition of the past is an unconscious attempt at control. In an ever-changing world, the uncertainty of the future gives us a seemingly intoxicating sense of power. We can shape the future in any way we choose, almost as if our will stretches beyond our current boundaries and can alter the course of space, time, and history. This thrilling sense of control can make us feel invincible like andrew tate if only for a moment and only if we subscribe to the present and discard the past yet our tendency to forget and erode the past can come at a great cost not only does it lead to the destruction of essential histories stories memories but it also prevents us from learning about the mistakes of the past we cannot move forward into the future if we do not understand the events the literal thoughts, the mindsets, the worldview that helped create it. We do not understand how our decisions today may shape tomorrow, and so we remain distracted and detached by the thrill of the right now, of the present moment, of of the living in the now. But the past is a teacher. The past is a guide and a reminder and an ally. It is a reminder of what has happened and what has been learned and what can be lost from the present and the future if we do not take heed. As such, it is essential that we protect the past, that we recognize its importance and engage in thoughtful discourse about the consequences of short-term desires in lieu of long-term solutions. After all, our future deserves the same level of respect and guidance that those in the past have left for us. We cannot forget the lessons of the past and dismiss its importance. It reminds us of why we can look confidently towards the future with hope and excitement and as well as humility and respect. Many of you have been told different versions of history, but what is the true history of the world? What lies beneath the overcast cloud of the past and how can we use it to create a brighter future? Let's begin by looking back. To explore the true events and figures of the world's past because the truth of what happened is often shrouded and can even conflict with the taught versions of history our mission today is to gain a better understanding of those periods some of which may be too deeply buried to uncover After understanding the true nature of past events, we can then use that first-hand knowledge to create a better future. We can create a future of wholeness, understanding and mutual respect for humanity. This future does not have to remain a pipe dream, it is achievable. Just take a look at the world's turbulent recent past. We can witness oppressed people fighting for liberation and learn from those past mistakes. We have seen genocides and wars that could have been avoided altogether, if not for centuries of prejudice and misunderstanding. The conversation of history often fades into obscurity and in turn, the lessons of the past are forgotten. But the side effects and consequences of our world's history are still present today and we need to study past experiences in order to create a better future. Today, we stand at a crossroads of potential futures. Will we be a species that learns compassion? Or rather, will we enact more generations of hatred and prejudice? If we open our minds to history, bright possibilities may be possible. We can channel the voices of our ancestors to craft a better future. We can see the divisions of our past still manifest in the present and break from those bonds of prejudice and bigotry. But to do that, we must learn from our history. History itself is the representation of our world condensed into a story. It is how we as humans adapt. It's how we learn and how we grow. If we can develop a sense of understanding and connect with our past, we can create a brighter tomorrow. We can unleash our beliefs of humanity and find empowerment. We can also see the injustices of the past, understand them, and then fight for that better tomorrow. By learning from the past, we can use the knowledge of our history history to inform our decisions and make sure that we learn the right lessons, then our future will be brighter than ever. This is our moment to decide which of these two roads we will take and march toward that future. And I want to ask you, will you be a part of the solution to create a safer, more peaceful and tolerant world? This is our moment. History is what we make it. So by understanding Adams and Lincoln and presidents in that era within their Profound and contradicting and well-known relationships, both as public figures and their personal ideals, we come to a greater appreciation for the complexities of the epic in which they live, the enormous difficulty of leadership then and now, and the qualities of mind and character required to bend public opinion and institutions and to be an effective statesman, especially when we are also consumed with ideas of original sin and our human compassions and prejudices and all the choices we have to make, for better or for worse. A better view of our past may help guide us on our path to the future and our purpose. So in American history, the presidents are revered in a special kind of way. And though he is revered with a rare reverence, um, the complexities of our 16th president cannot be confined to the hagiography in which he is wrapped. The truth is that Abraham Lincoln was far from a perfect President. And it, it's far more important to remember this, lest we discount the struggles of all future presidents tasked with uniting and protecting a divided nation. The complexities of Lincoln's legacy starts with his reluctance to confront the issue of slavery head on. According to Bruce Levine, author of The Fall of the House of Dixie, The Civil War and the Social Revolution that Transformed the South, Lincoln decided that slavery was a moral abomination. only after he encountered the reality of slavery on the campaign trail in 1859 before this, Lincoln's vision of the problem of slavery was to be solved through col- through colonization, essentially banishment of the African of the African Americans once slavery had been abolished. And even after the Civil War began in 1861, and he issued the Emancipation Proclamation in 1863, Lincoln still contended that colonization was the best solution for former freed slaves. Ultimately, advocating for a large scale. deportation of African Americans. One of the most controversial aspects of Lincoln's legacy is his stance on the issue of Reconstruction. Not his stance at the time, but given the brevity of his time in office, it was crazy to even consider such a topic. During his lifetime, Lincoln did not make many efforts regarding Reconstruction. Initially, he proposed the 10% plan, which outlined a way for Southern states to be readmitted to the Union if they agreed to recognize the former slaves' freedom, pay back the war debts and ratify the 13th Amendment of the Constitution. The plan was controversial because though it resulted in the freedom of slaves prior to the Civil War, it would have not provided them any citizens, any citizenship rights, the right to vote, or any other form of reparations. The fact is, Lincoln's term was cut short by the unfortunate events surrounding his assassination something that could have led to a different Reconstruction. According to Elizabeth Pittinger, a professor of history at Susquehanna University, the Reconstruction efforts following Lincoln's death are quote, seen as an abysmal failure. Whether the Northern program of military occupation from 1867 to 1877, or the Southern program of disenfranchisement and segregation based on race, had Lincoln's assassination not been successful, the outcome could have been drastically different. Though Lincoln is often credited for liberating the slaves, his legacy is not as neat a package as his statuesque presence would ever allow. It was a messy endeavor, one comprised of successes and failures, of political idealism and pragmatic means, of belief in racial equality coexisting with the belief of colonization was the best solution for the freed slaves. To properly assess Lincoln's legacy and his place in U.S. history, the myth of a perfect president must be broken down and realistically examined. The truth is, Lincoln was a complicated figure, inspired by ideals but shaped by complex and intractable realities. He was certainly a great man, worth commending for changing the trajectory of America's future, but he was also far from perfection. He was a human leader, flawed but brave, determined and ultimately successful in the backdrop of an incredibly tumultuous time in our history. His story is complex and inspiring, a difficult burden to bear, but one that deserves our scrutiny. And as we look upon his legacies, old and new, we must remember the complexity of, his, of this national hero in order to properly assess his presence in our lives today. Abraham Lincoln is widely considered to be one of the most inspirational figures of the 1800s. He overcame personal tragedy and succeeded in freeing hundreds of thousands of slaves and led America through the Civil War to what we call America today. And he is remembered for his wisdom and his character and his unwavering commitment to creating a more just and true nation. And he was a leader who paved the way for people to have dignity and freedom as citizens. And his actions, you could argue, have led us to this digital world. He set American capitalism, American imperialism, imperialism in order. And it has led us to this digital world. We have seen the emergence of Web3 and the use of non-fungible tokens, NFTs, burst out of the scenes in the last few years. You know, and, it's, and they've revolutionized how we conduct our business transactions I think Abraham Lincoln would have loved this idea, minus the decentralized nature of it. I think at the time... You know, there is an alternative history that I've been digging into that we're not going to talk about today. But I mean, I'm just getting into it. I have to get some protection, you know, from the fucking angels in fucking heaven in order to get in order to understand this shit. But, um, you know, I think if Abraham Lincoln was alive today, he would be like, oh, my God, it feels like it's almost before the Civil War again, because we because I think America had people here and they were socialists and they were not willing to pay for America to be here and you know I think he would probably understand the spirit of entrepreneur- entrepreneurship but nevertheless Abraham Lincoln inspired many people inspired what we see to as America today and you know sometimes things pop up innovation pops up and right now we're dealing with NFTs and they're becoming increasingly more popular you know as there is an ability to get anything from you know you can get anything from, from digital artwork to real estate And you can put all of it in the form of an immutable and tradable form of currency on the blockchain. And a blockchain is just a fancy computer program. And unfortunately, you know, this has all created an opportunity for scammers (laughs) who are taking advantage of the rise in the popularity of these NFTs. Many of these scammers are using the promises of high returns and large profits to dupe people into investing into fraudulent NFTs. And they typically require people to pay a large fee up front in exchange for a share of profits, which probably will never fucking materialize. And that's why it's a scam. In the same way that President Abraham Lincoln sought to ensure the dignity of American citizens, we must also take similar steps to protect people from the scams associated with NFTs. You know, this whole American experiment that we just built up, you know, we can't be we can't just forget about NFTs. We need to regulate those bitches like we regulate everything else. And it's important that users carefully research tokens and projects that they're interested in and invest in those things. And But they need to verify the legitimacy of those projects, legitimacy of the people that are building the projects. You check their records and, you know, reading through the terms and conditions of those projects very carefully. They have to release something. Regulatory bodies such as the uh, Securities and Exchange Commission are beginning to take closer look at NFTs. So it's only a matter of time, you know, developing rules, regulations that people must adhere to when they're transacting with NFTs and with with the Bitcoin. So... Research and due diligence will can protect you from NFT scams in the future. But hindsight's always t- hindsight's always twenty twenty, and you know we we gotta be able to allow we gotta be able to enjoy the, the benefits of of technology without feeling like we're constantly being scammed. That's kind of the point. And as we recognize the great impact of our presidents and our leaders in our fight for freedom and like the future and stuff like that, we must also remember the importance of doing our due diligence. As logical human beings, as sovereign beings, you know, we live in a country where we're a citizen, but like at the end of the end of the day, like you die, where do you go? You independently go somewhere. So then you need to live your life like you're independently independent. And I know that's an American idea, but that is the impact of President Lincoln that has had on our live. We are, we are given, you know, we are given the right to pay Americans tax, but once we do that then we can do what we want to fucking do. Hello? And, um, but there are a lot of rewards that you can reap from technology, and I don't want to, like, spoil.
2: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm.
0: I don't want to poison the well on NFTs because I love NFTs. I love Web3. I don't even know how to code, and but I know what a fucking NFT. I know how to motherfucking build a blockchain, bitch. I can't build a website, but I can build a blockchain. No, but, and I legitimately want a utility token. Like, I think that, I think they have uh, economic benefit. I will not describe today because it is my idea. It's actually, well, I want, yeah, like NFTs, but like, to be able to license to be able to license media um, and kind of like what would that look like and how would that how would you create provenance from the research idea to the feature film like how would you create that provenance from the idea to the piece of media and like be able to compensate all of the knowledge makers that have con- contributed to that thing I don't know it's just a weird idea that I have. But it's not any more weird than Logan Paul. There's this rivalry between YouTube stars, Logan Paul and this man named Coffeezilla. It has completely reached a fever pitch. Uh, This week, after years of a sometimes on and off, sometimes friendly relationship, sometimes not, the two have gone on one of the internet's greatest feuds. And it all started last week when well, it didn't really start last week, but it kind of blew up like to like main it became a mainstream issue when Logan Paul finally responded to Coffeezilla. And He implied that he was an adversary, a formidable adversary, yet he also tried to call him a gnat. um, But he called him an an adversary that he has to be taken seriously and uh, that he, you know, will because he is very intelligent and will take him down. And Coffeezilla, who is in many ways the antithesis of what has come to be known as Logan Paul's brand responded um, with the images that Logan Paul photoshopped of him. So there were many opportunities uh, for Logan Paul and CoffeeZilla to settle this dispute. CoffeeZilla has been talking about Logan Paul for like over a year and has been reaching out to Logan Paul. Coffeezilla Zilla has been reaching out to Logan Paul, reaching out, reaching out to his customers, reaching out to his manager, reaching out to all these people, but Logan Paul would not respond. Coffee, Logan Paul has a discord. Logan Paul is all over the internet with projects and videos and all kinds of stuff. So there's people around him, but he just will not he would not respond to Coffee Zilla. So Coffee Zilla was released, you know, Coffee Zilla to be doing scams. Coffee Zilla talk about one thing, scams internet scams mlm scams so like any anybody that went to school or like wrote anything that you know plagiarism whatever blah, 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 you got to check you got to have sources you got to check them you got to have like links and like you got to be written right like coffeezilla know what the fuck he doing so he did all the things and logan paul was like okay well logan paul said no i'm not gonna fucking talk to you and look coffeezilla said okay well here is what I got about you. And it is well researched. And he we did a three-part series about Logan Paul. Logan Paul responds by using ad hominem attacks, which doesn't make any fucking sense. And now the rivalry, the rivalry has reached the point where the two have agreed to stream each other on the respective channels in an attempt to settle this matter so logan you know like logan paul's putting out videos Coffeezilla's putting out videos and now they're like okay let's just like talk because logan paul going to jail i'm sorry Sam bakeman free like all these people are going to jail sb sbf like that man ftx all that shit they're going to jail you defrauded people out of millions of dollars like this cannot happen like money crimes is worse than selling crack like being a fraud is like equal to selling drugs like You cannot do money fraud. Rich people do not like that shit, and they will get the fucking politicians in there to get the laws so people can't defraud them. Like, what are you talking about? But even more bizarrely, CoffeeZilla resorted to contacting Jeff, Logan's own manager, for questions on the developers of CryptoZoo. Jeff, who seemed to have a very limited knowledge about the project, answered with just like these comical responses so like logan doesn't know what he's talking about jeff don't know what he's talking about everybody's confused about why logan would go to jeff instead of just like settling this matter on his own like why would logan be mad at coffeezilla because his manager didn't tell him that coffeezilla called like i'm confused like what are we supposed to do what are we supposed to do if you have millions of followers on youtube If you're an inspiring leader, if you're an influencer, you need to get your shit together or you're going to jail or you're getting assassinated like Abraham Lincoln. Like, get your shit together. People don't like when you be doing crazy shit. And um, not that, not that Logan Paul is going to get assassinated, but um, it just happened. It's like leaders. It's like leadership. Like, you see history, leadership. People don't like when you fuck with their money. They don't like when you fuck with their slaves. Like, they don't like when you fuck with their life and they will fucking kill you. Um, and this is what's happening to Logan Paul's career. Um, he's being canceled slowly. And in light of the situation, Coffeezilla, you know, hopes that the matter will be handled fairly and justice will be served when all is said and done. Like, that's what Coffeezilla wants. That's all he... He's from Texas. He wants to be a cowboy. And he urges the public that... um But with the conflicting stories and such a heated rivalry, you know, only time will tell what happens. So good luck to all and to all a good night.